The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Thursday edition of Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the Budweiser frog herself, Tammy, the Riveter, the lily pad, Underwood. Say, <laughs> Shut up. You make fun of me so much. You always make it sound like I'm a fucking professional wrestler or something. <laughs> well, you and, know in what? In this corner. <laughs> if the spandex fits. Now he's making fun of me, though, because I choked on my sandwich like five seconds ago. But whatever. <laughs> she was trying to catch a fly. I was not. <laughs> I was not. She was saying, but why, sir? If you're old enough to get that joke in the commercials, then yeah. Good for you. Welcome to our life. <laughs> so, if you all remember correctly, just yesterday, I was talking about the Long Island serial killer and the fucked up investigation that the Suffolk County Police Department had. And I was just bitching. And once again, call fucking <laughs> Rochester. Yeah. Pretty sure they'll, ser- they'll, they'll fucking take care Pretty of it for you guys in just a short amount of time. Apparently, you fucktards I only don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, exactly my and, and, and I don't mean to be mean. I, I really do. I have a lot of respect for cops and shit like that. But to me, as an outsider, it sounds like a big fucking cover-up. Or, or yeah. that they're so inept mm-hmm. that uh, what's it take to be... A, it makes me wonder what it takes to be a detective there. Do you basically have to be just be breathing and maybe you don't have to wear your, your retard helmet as tight as everybody else? You have less Down syndrome? What? Yeah. Because I've, you know, like I said, what we said out of Rochester is that, you know, and upstate New York in general, like with Shawcross. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then with, um, yeah, with Shawcross, he was the, he was the one that yeah. they jumped on immediately. Yeah. They caught him peeing on the side of the road. Yeah. Well, two hookers in. Yep. He's two hookers into killing people. And, he, and they're like, before they even knew he, that that was the dude, they're like, hey, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. Because. We got prostitutes that are dying. We need to get on this right fucking now. Let's yeah. take care of this. And they at least started, and they're they're making progress. Mm-hmm. As opposed to this shit showed out out of Suffolk County here. Yeah. That I'm saying they're going. Hey, look, we have a bunch of hookers dying. Yeah. And they're all Call dying girls. in the same ma- manner, mm-hmm. and we're finding their body parts everywhere in the same spot, but they're not connected. Yeah, they're not linked yet. And but I we, firmly we, have a theory about the men that they found. But okay. we have a serial killer, too. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, but we have a serial killer. But wait, we, they're not all the same killer. And yeah, it's like Christ, every man. five minutes they're contradicting themselves. I want to just mention again, Rochester, honest to God, I love you guys. You You're guys, on it. If we ever get hurt, we want to do it in Rochester. Shit, yeah. If I get abducted or shot or anything, I would rather be in Rochester, man. Those motherfuckers will solve it today. Well, we all know we're going to die you know, no matter and, where we go. And I do. I have respect for almost every law enforcement agency out there, except for Vancouver people. I was going to say, except for. You know, uh, it, it's, a, it's a tough gig. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever, you, whenever a cop is talking to somebody, that is that person's worst fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's that person's worst day when they get called out. You know, so yeah. nothing good happens when you're talking to a cop normally. Uh-uh. 
No. They're, they're not just dropping by your house and say, hey, Scott, how's it going, buddy? Just making no. sure that the music career is going okay. You're making no. plenty of money. You got enough to eat. They're not and saying that. they aren't that. saying, hey, Tammy, just thought we'd stop by and wish you a Merry Christmas. No. no. <laughs> they're saying, like, you are the suspect. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck they're telling me. Tammy, your P.O. issued a warrant for your arrest. Come with me. No. <laughs> Or, you know, I'll wait. Come without me. <laughs> Up to you. Your choice. Uh, rub one out before we put you in cuffs. <laughs> You're so disgusting. Okay, so now I want to go through, and I'm going to give you a profile, and then I'm going to talk about who the suspects are. And I'm going to round it out to the last, to the suspect that kind of ties into what Thursday is. Um, but... So the media has speculated about the profile of the killer and has and the police have referred to the unknown killer as Joe C. Unknown suspect subject. Unknown. Joe C and the Pussycats? Joe J O E capital C. Oh. As in Jane Doe, was, Joe C. I was thinking that it was like Joe C and the Pussycats or like my rep at Sweetwater. Um they're a big another music distributor. Um they do if you're a musician, a lot of people use them. They do like guitars and amps. They're, they're, they're oh, like, okay. They're like Guitar Center, but got it. But not Guitar Center. Um, and my rep over there, his name is Josie, and uh, great guy, man. Honestly, oh, he's a guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a dude. Oh, and he tends to hook me up with some pretty good deals at every chance that he can get. Whenever I got to buy something, there's some things they can't really waver on. No. You know, like there's not much he'd be able to do, but most of the stuff. My big ticket items, he goes the extra mile. Does he go the extra mile? He does. Maybe he'll get you that orange guitar I want. Uh, No, because that's not going into my collection. Why not? Doesn't match any of my other guitars. Why does it have to match? It is fucking awesome color. Three letters. (laughs) O-C-D. But then it would be mine. No. Anyway, continue on with your fucking Thursday episode there, Budweiser so, girl. According to the New York Times, the male is, is the suspect is most likely a white male in his mid twenties to mid forties who is very familiar with the South Shore of Long Island and has access to burlap sacks. Wow, that must have taken you guys to the New York Times a lot of investigating to come up with that fucking profile, <laughs> which she uses. Of- that's the fucking profile of almost every serial killer. It's a white male between the ages of like 25 uh-huh. and 35 mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Um, and he's probably middle class and he knows this area. Mm-hmm. That is every fucking serial killer description known to man. Great job, New York okay. Times. Great job. And they finish it off by saying he may have a detailed knowledge of law enforcement techniques and perhaps ties to the law enforcement which have thus far helped him avoid detection. Awesome. That is awesome. I mean, with that kind of detective work there, New York Times and profiling, it's a surprise that you guys haven't solved the case yourself. That's, you know what, matter of fact, let me give you a little golf clap there. A little golf clap. That's just, that's amazing. That's, good job. Good job. Okay, now go sit at the kitty tables because the adults are going to talk about this case now. Okay, no, we'll pass go. the mashed potatoes. Go, go get a juice box. It's okay. Get a juice box. Okay, now sit, 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 sit. Tam- hey, 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 Timmy, leave Mary alone. Do not pull okay. her pigtails. At one point, 
Reporters for Newsday speculated that Joel Rifkin, the known serial killer, a former resident of Long Island, was actually responsible for some of the older remains found. We covered him, right? Not yet. We're going to. In March and April of 2011. Four of the victims' complete bodies were never found. And in April of 2011, during a prison interview with Newsday, Rifkin denied having anything to do with the recently discovered remains. Okay. Grooving. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, now, suspects and people of interest. The first one is Joseph Brewer. Joseph Brewer is an Oak Beach resident, and he was one of the last people known to have seen Shannon Gilbert alive. He was actually the one that hired her as an escort from Craigslist that night. And he said that shortly after Gilbert arrived at his residence, she began acting erratically and fled his home. Gilbert was reportedly seen running through Oak Beach, pounding on the doors of homes in Brewer's neighborhood. Around this time, Gilbert called 911, saying that they were trying to kill her. And that's a quote. They are trying to kill me. Police, however, did not find any evidence of wrongdoing, and Brewer was quickly cleared as a suspect. I have a theory. Um, then we have Peter Hackett. We talked about him two days after Gilbert's disappearance, Peter Hackett, an Oak Beach resident and neighbor of Joseph Brewer, phoned Shannon Gilbert's mother, Mary Gilbert. Now, remember, he's the doctor that said that he was running a home for wayward girls and that he had treated her. Three days later, he called Mary again, denying that he had any contact with her daughter and that he had called Mary Gilbert to begin with. The investigators later confirmed, though, through phone records that Hackett had called Mary twice following Shannon's disappearance, and the marshy area where Gilbert's remains were found were near his backyard. And her personal items and clothing were found directly behind his property line. Hmm. He's a viable suspect, then. Yes. Gilbert's family filed a wrongful death suit against Hackett in November 2012, claiming that he took Gilbert into his home that morning and administered her drugs, which facilitated in her death. The lawsuit was dismissed because it could not be proven that he had actually administered the drugs or any treatment on Shannon. Now, police later revealed that Hackett had a history of inserting himself into or exaggerating his role in major certain major events. That's very oh, oh, serial oh, oh, killerist. Oh. That's that's one of the actual things that most that a lot of serial mm-hmm. killers do is they in, they inject themselves into the, the investigation. investigation. Yes, sir. Now, police later ruled out Hackett as a suspect in the death of Gilbert and the Lisk victims. However, Hackett left Oak Beach and moved to Florida with his family not long after she disappeared. Probably to Jacksonville. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. He's a doctor. He's probably in, I don't know, over there somewhere. Then we have James Bissett. Now, two days after Shannon disappeared, uh, no, after her remains were found, a businessman by the name of James Bissett took his own life while he was in a car in Mattatuck Park. One of Bissett's businesses was a plant nursery, which was the main supplier of burlap in the region, and many of the victims were wrapped in the burlap. Seeing a connection here? I do. I can put two and two together and come up with ten. I can, too. But wait, there's more. Then we have James Burke. Remember I told you, remember that name? I do. The old commissioner, uh, the chief, police yep. chief? 
Um, hang on, I gotta type. No. Um, anyways, he was the former Suffolk County police chief, was reported to have blocked an FBI probe of the Long Island serial killer case before his time, during his time as police chief. Now, in November 2016, he was sentenced to 46 months in federal prison for assault and conspiracy. Burke violently assaulted a man in custody who had stolen a duffel bag from his police vehicle. The duffel bag contained sex toys, a pornographic DVD, and, oh, Scott's medication, Viagra. <laughs> um, sweet cheeks, ask my special person. I don't need Honey, Viagra. Honey, you told me you had to go get your dick pills yesterday. It's the stuff. I use fucking eugenics total T for testosterone boosting. I was giving you a hard time. But I, I will give that a plug. Like, I've been on the eugenics for a while, mm-hmm. and a buddy might turn me on to it. Um, not that way, dipshit. This is when I was still married. We're sitting around. We're playing. We're all playing poker. Me, and my ex-wife, and uh, uh, you my, did say you were into swinging. Oh my god! You're just a swinging. My, my buddy uh, Ed Mahoney and his wife Robin. We're sitting around. We're playing poker. You know, playing cards, having a good time. <laughs> and uh, you know, Ed and I had been talking about like I was feeling sluggish and shit like that. And he said, "Hey, you know, I." Try this new Genix Total Tea. It's a little spendy, but it's better than the other products that are out there. Because this is the one that, that I've been using. This is a special gift in it for you. I went, okay, so I'm not gonna tell you what it is. So I start taking it, and about a week, two weeks in, did I had your to call gift him. arrive? It did. I called him up, dude. He goes, "Yeah, what's up?" My dick got even bigger. Like seriously. And I felt great. I mean, I... So, there's a real difference between two and three inches? I don't know. Ask your customers. You know, the ones that don't shower. You got to peel the cheese off at first. <laughs> I hate you. Want to play games? Let's play. Come on. I'm ready. Woo, come at me, bro. <laughs> hey, who? No, this, this shit's amazing, like, because I'm, I'm 48. And uh, it helps you maintain muscle mass and, and all kinds. Of, and we're not being sponsored by Nugenics, although we probably should be. Um, but, so you uh, can get free pills. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Because the bad part is, like, when I first started taking them, they were 50 bucks a bottle. And I just paid 64 um, Because, you know, inflation. They go up. But the shit works. Unlike gas, who's jumped 20 cents in the last week. Yeah, no shit, man. Yeah. I went and put uh, fuel in my truck yesterday. I know. I got the video. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking, what was it, like 80 bucks, right? Yeah. Stupid. So, Burke ended up pleading guilty in February of 2016 to charges of a civil rights violation and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Thomas Spotted, the then district attorney, oh, you know, one that changed his story 50 times, was convicted in December 2019 of conspiracy to cover up Burke's violent assault. Christopher McPartland, <laughs> who had been Suffolk County's top anti-corruption prosecutor, was also convicted in the conspiracy. Oh, imagine that. In December of 2016, an attorney for Shannon Gilbert's family reported that an escort had stated that she suspected that Burke might be connected to the Long Island cases. Uh That's exactly what we were thinking from the very... At least I was. You had a chance to read it. Yeah, this sounds... The whole thing sounds like a freaking cover-up. That's why I'm telling you. Rochester, if they came down there, they would clean fucking house. Yeah. So the escort, who identified herself as Leanne, stated that at one party she had attended in April of 2011 in Oak Beach, 
She had seen Burke drag a woman of Asian appearance by the hair to the ground. Leanne said that when she saw Burke at a later party in August 2011, she decided to engage in sexual activity with him. She described an experience in which Burke violently yanked her head during oral sex to the point where she began to tear up. And Burke was unable to reach orgasm and proceeded to throw $300 to $400 at her afterwards. At the time, she was not a professional sex worker, and she states that this was the first time she was paid for sex. Well, at least she paid her. Yeah. But. But the acts of violence against women, yeah. and especially, you know, people that he would consider prostitutes, you know, throwing money at her and everything like that, is it lines up. It lines up with what's going on. Yeah. Now, I have a theory, but let me get into the last suspect, which is John Bitroth. Now, he is a convicted murderer and was a sus- and a suspect in the long- other Long Island cases. He was framed. <laughs> framed, framed, framed. He, he was, was framed. framed. <laughs> Anyways, um, he was a mild-mannered married carpenter. I'm changing my battery. I heard a... I thought you had a gad over there. Like you're Why shoot would me. I shoot you? You're like, fuck it. I've had enough of Scott's bullshit. I wouldn't shoot you on the air. I feel so much safer now. Where's your gun? I need a Kevlar vest. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. I would, I would have my fucking executive assistant go buy me a Kevlar vest. However. She's the one that's threatening to shoot me. She's the one who wants to fucking shoot me. So there you go. <laughs> I'll get a faulty one. Don't worry. <laughs> I figured. He'd be like, no, this is really one. It's like Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not foam. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Now, he was living in Manorville, New York, when he was arrested for two cold case murders from 1970, or 1990s. Excuse me. In 2014, he was charged with the murders of Rita Tangretti and Colleen McNamee. He is also suspect in the murder of a third woman named Sandra Castilla. The arrest happened after John's brother, Timothy, was partially matched to DNA found on the bodies in 2013. Timothy had to submit his sample after violating an unrelated order of protection in the same year. John's DNA was matched to the DNA found on the bodies and was arrested for the murders of Tangretti and McNamee. The remains of the two the remains of two of the official Long Island serial killer, serial killer victims were discovered very close to his home. However, it was widely reported that we, he was also responsible for at least one of the brutal killings of women that happened in the Long Island area. Three years after his arrest in 2017, he Bitroff was convicted of murdering Tangretti and McNamee in the 90s, and the resident of Manorville was sentenced to consecutive 25 to life sentences for the deaths of the two prostitutes. The Suffolk County police refused to comment on the prosecution. However, Bitroff's attorney rejected the prosecutor's assertion. Um, after the verdict, uh, Bitroff's lawyer, Jonathan Manley, yes, that's his name, said that his connection to the Gilgo Beach killings is absolutely baseless and was never brought to anyone's notice throughout the trial. Manley said, quote, this was never mentioned before. This is a serious accusation with absolutely no factual basis. Mr. Bitroff maintains his innocence in the death of Miss, Miss Tangretti and Miss McNamee, and any insinuation that he had anything to do with the Gilgo killings is laughable and meant simply to attract headlines. 
Now, Tangretti was found dead in November 2nd, 1993 in Suffolk County, New York. She lived in East, East Patchogue, P-A-T-C-H-O-G-U-E. What the fuck do they come up with? Patchogue? That could be it. And, it sounds like an og sound. Yeah, and she was known by the police as a prostitute. Then McNamee's body was found in January 30th of 1994 in Suffolk County, New York, believed by authorities to be a prostitute. She was beaten, strangled to death, and left naked in the woods near the William Floyd Parkway in Shirley, New York. Now, this tells me, I'm not even got to the other one yet, but this doesn't even relate to the Long Island ones because those were found in Marshland and Beach. These victims were found in the woods. I agree. Totally. Thank you for mimicking my hand gestures. You are welcome. I'm just letting you know that I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm absorbing the information. <laughs> and I hate you. <laughs> and then we go, YMCA. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> no, Young man. So, you know, I don't need, I mean, I haven't even gotten out all the way into them, but these guys were found in the woods. Nowhere near a beach, nowhere near the interstate. You know, so how are they even trying to tie these into the Long Island ones? Yeah, it's in Manorville, but that doesn't say anything. Right, but the victimology is the same. Kind of, yeah. Method disposal is No, these, these guys were not dis- dismembered. Oh, they weren't dismembered. These were not dismembered in any way. Didn't we have a whole body that was found on the beach, though? One. Shannon Gilbert. Yeah, that could have been the change. Could have been in, uh, but these were from ninety. Shannon Gilbert's was found in mid two thousands. Oh, yeah. Same area though, remote. I, I see why they would think it, but once again, to me personally, like I said, once again, I'm not a fucking cop. To me, they really don't relate to each other, yeah. with the exception of being in the same area, roughly. Yeah, I was going to say, because all the bodies they found in the 90s for the Long Island cases were all dismembered. It could also be, because I was thinking about this, two killers working together. Oh, I have a theory. Because I, I, I started thinking about Lake and Ng. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the other ones that we did that we've always asked, hey, did, would they kill by themselves or... You know, they need a cheering section. If it is a law enforcement official, it's way, I would think that it'd be way easier working with somebody else that is related in some capacity, whether it's through directly in law enforcement, an attorney, um, some other, somebody who's connected in a way. That way they're, I mean... They're, they're not going to directly come right out and, and, you know, like a real right. detective is going to say, hey, let's look over here. No, 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 you don't want to look over here. No, no, it's over here. Over here. Yeah. They're not going to do that, but maybe they'll go, hey, look, we, uh, yeah, we checked that out. You know, there's nothing to see over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little, little hints to kind of divert them away and divert. Yeah. That's just my thought on it. I, yeah. But I, I see a bigger picture. So then we have Sandra Costilla. Now, her body was found on November 20th, 1993 in North Sea, New York. She hasn't been listed as a prostitute by investigators yet. However, detectives have said that Costilla led, quote, a similar lifestyle. 
After being found guilty of the murders of the two women, Bitroff was sent to Downstate Correctional Facility. He is currently serving a 50-year prison sentence for the murders. As for the Long Island serial killer case, he is pleading not guilty. Now, I have a theory. You want to hear my theory? But they've killed. Okay. Because those are all the suspects. My theory is, I believe that the doctor, the DA, and the police chief were running this prostitute ring. And I believe that these women either wanted out or threatened them in some way, and that's why they were murdered. I believe those three are heavily involved. And I think that Bitroff is just going to be a scapegoat. God damn it. Is that what you think, too? So I'm sitting over here thinking that I'm all smart. (laughs) With my psychology degree and everything going, well, no, I've got this one solved. This is what I think. Not a problem at all. And you said. Almost verbatim what you're thinking. Pretty close to fucking verbatim. Yeah. What I was going to say. Because it's. And I believe that that guy who committed suicide has ties into it, too. And I believe the men who were found dead were tied into. And they could have been prostitutes as well. That could be, too. But I think that they were like, because I believe some of them could have been, quote, bodyguards. Cool. You know, type thing. And and my whole thing is I in my in my normal life, I always look at what is the obvious solution. And I've always said if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it has feathers like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. Yes. You know, good chance it's a fucking duck. And this walks like a duck. Talks like a duck, has feathers like a duck. I'm just saying. Yeah. I believe the DA, the chief of police, and this doctor were all involved. Yeah. No, I I would agree with that. Yeah, I believe that they were running a prostitution ring because I guess that a lot of the uh, pornographic materials that were found in the the chief's car in that duffel bag. Probably BDSM related. Were not just BDSM, snuff porn. There you go. Yeah. That's, Yeah. There's a difference between BDSM and snuff porn. Now I know for people who don't know, but yeah. Now I know why they didn't call the real cops up in Rochester because mm-hmm. Rochester would have had them like now. Yeah. Like right fucking today. Yeah. And then the fact that he got you know <laughs> that stuff was stolen out of his car, so he beats the guy's ass to get it back. Obviously, he's hiding something. Right. No, no, I would agree with that because most cops would just. I mean, yeah, he might get a little smack in here and there, you know, kind of like, why the fuck did you steal from? Because that's not right. But you're not going to, like, totally annihilate somebody yeah, over that. exactly. Yeah. You're hiding something. Yeah, especially snuff porn. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Yeah. So, ah. yeah, that's my theory. You know. Advocate, uh, once in a while, you and I are usually on the same page with this kind of shit, though. No, no, that's true. You're I pretty mean, spot on with it. Yeah, because we've been doing this for so long that it's disgusting. Can you believe we're almost at 200 fucking episodes? This is episode 174. I know. The end of May will be a whole year. Holy shit. Damn. No, end of June. Excuse me. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So you're, okay. Yeah, your your work anniversary's coming up at the end of June. Mm. I have that marked down somewhere. I just want to fucking put it. Anyway, so no. let's wrap our, this up. Our friendship anniversary is March 26th. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> Remember, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check out the website at www.TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium. And wherever you get your blogs, just type in at BrutalNation. We'll pop right up and get the whole story without any of my bullshit. 
Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, check out our Patreon page. Help a brother out. Show's copyrighted 2022 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. We'll see you guys for our Fetish Friday on tomorrow. Bye. Bye.